Blog Talk Radio.
I'm so glad you are with me today. Again, if you don't know where you are in any place, space, or time, if you don't know who you're listening to, because I don't know, you must have had something going on, you are at the Bonnie Albers On Air Show, and you are listening to me. I'm the hostess with the mostest, Bonnie Albers. I love to say that. I can't wait till the show starts, because I get to say all of this to you. And I want you to know, today I have one of my absolutely favorite guests. He's really a co-host. He's been with us for, oh, I can't even tell you how long. He's right from over the pond, which now maybe, I don't know, with after what's going on with COVID, maybe it's a world away. I would like to welcome to the house a very famous, world-renowned medium psychic, animal communicator, uh, what else I can say because I'd have to list about 40 hundred other things. He's the CEO of the magazine I write for, the best meta magazine in the world, and he is a person-centered counselor. He is amazing at all jobs. He is a meta teacher, which I refer to everybody to. If you want to learn metaphysical, you want to talk metaphysical, you just want to go back and learn the basics from the beginning, see what everyone's doing, please welcome to the house, Jerry Humphreys. Hi, Jerry. That's me. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Bonnie. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I knew I recognized the name uh, from somewhere. It's getting long-winded, isn't it? So maybe you should just be the psychic medium, and that's it, because then I wouldn't have to go into all of that. But I do, because you're so great at everything. Bless. Um, well, I've got a lot of... Um, areas that I can dive into I suppose yeah I mean there's a lot of which uh, caused me to have to go through something I never thought I'd ever do again which was study because I was absolutely <laughs> um, complete idiot at school um, but when uh -huh. I wanted to study counselling and hypnotherapy it meant I had to get my uh, nose into books again I never thought I'd do that but there you go I, I managed to achieve it well, you could achieve anything you'd like. And you know what, Jared? You know what? I, I just, all I keep thinking is when I play, we need some new music. You know, I need, I know you're the star man and we can't even get that up, but we need some fresh music so I can sing. And the other thing I was going to tell you that if I can't get the music up, maybe I should just get rid of the music altogether and sing. Oh, um, are you sure that that is absolutely necessary? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about it, babe, unless you can get us some other music, which we have uh, to really delve and look into. Oh, I'll find, I'll find some. I'll find some. Don't worry. I'll find, I'll find some. <laughs> I'll definitely <laughs> okay, find some. Okay, you just do that. You have 30 days, and in 30 days, if you can't find us anything, I've got a list of songs that you can, you can look at, then I'm going to start singing for the beginning of the show, which then will cause your ears to actually go into some type of spasm, and you're just going to have to wear earplugs till after I'm done, and everyone else involved too. But I, I do want to tell you that I don't see chat, so I don't know if chat's up. Um, we're having uh, we're having issues, and I have some people calling in saying they cannot get into the show. So this might be a brief show. 
but at least we're going to put one on because I do have some people on and other ones can't get in and they can't get into the chat. I just got a message. Now, and Jerry, I have to, I've I have to, to say, I keep, I keep getting a message on my screen saying that there is a very poor connection and it was struggling. So it, there are, it, there are, unfortunately, there appears to be some sort of um, problem with connecting through blog talk at the moment. Well, you know what, I, I, everyone, I just want you to know, I feel like, and I, I remember them telling me, I think their main office is in New York. So everybody knows what's going on in New York at the COVID virus and all these mass graves going down, which they shouldn't be doing, but they are going near the water. And my husband, who's a muggle, I keep saying every show has his, uh, his reasons for saying that, um, that this shouldn't happen. But, uh, you know, with all of that, it could be their connection, not mine, because I can't even imagine it was my connection. But you never know with what's going on around here, which brings me before we look at our cards and everything. What is going on across the pond before I tell you what's going on in Florida? What's going on? Uh, Unfortunately, the number of people who not only... Uh, are contracting the virus, but those that are, are sadly passing away um, as a result of it uh, has increased. Um, they had ho- hoped that maybe we would be getting towards what they would call the peak around this time, but it's not happening yet. And I, although I still stick with what I said before, which is I feel it'll go as fast as it came, it may now be a little while longer before it does decide to to, um, to disappear again. And I apologise because my connection is just suddenly dropping th- uh, through the floor again, oh, back again. Um, and um, they're also looking at probably extending the length of time that we're in lockdown here. Um, so that is looking to be increased. Um, So, all in all, apart from the fact that um, I haven't yet climbed the walls, but, you know, (laughs) this is a whole whole new ballgame. This is a whole different pressure. Um, And it's interesting how many people I've spoken to who have said it's making them look at life in a different way. So, you know, out of... Out of the darkness will come light, so it'll be interesting to see exactly what does come of all this. I agree 100%. I, you know, I always look at, I'm not a Libra, I can't stand looking like it half, half this, half that. I'm always a diver. I go in, I look, I look around, then I come up. So, but when you look at what's going on, you're right, we have to look at, what's going on uh, with one side, but you can't just focus on that one side. You've got to look at the brighter side and what's going to happen at the end of the tunnel. There's always light, you know, otherwise it wouldn't be a tunnel. It'd be a black hole, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I feel like there's going to be my own theory on it. I, I do believe we're doing some really right things and I really believe we're doing some really not great things, but in general, um, I don't run the country, unfortunately, and I don't run the CDC, unfortunately. And uh, but if I did, I'd have a lot different uh, different take on this. Now, does that say that I'd be right? No, it's not. But it's just a different view that I've got, and I feel like um, we need that light at the end of the tunnel 
because if not, there are going to be a lot of repercussions, you know, that maybe we won't recover from, but I'll have to come back in a different way. There's a lot of businesses that are going to not be able to, you know, withstand everything. And, you know, there's going to be a lot of work and schools that are going to have to run differently. So um, I always look at things on the bright side. And so when the bright side shows, I see, I could see it right now, that tunnel is coming. It's, it's, we're not in the we're not in the deep dark parts of the tunnel because I can see the light. So I am hoping that I'm right, and I'm hoping that we uh, emerge from the other side soon. What about you, Jerry? Yeah, absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. I certainly couldn't add anything more to it. But it's interesting how different people um, from around the world are responding or uh, uh, working with it, as it were. I've, I've spoken to people from various different countries over the past few days one of uh, which was from Australia and he was saying that um, well and this is a, a client that called for a reading today and he was saying that in Melbourne where he is uh, it's actually quite relaxed because they've their numbers are extremely low um, obviously there are no uh, flights uh, in a, uh, no commercial flights in and out of Australia at the moment from anywhere or to any part of that country. But he's saying that um, you know it's uh, it, it's it's quiet, but the, it, the numbers are low. Um, so maybe they're doing something that we're not. Well, I agree. Maybe they didn't have as many people going to China back. I don't know, you know, but or, or having travel to China back because. If it started in China, and lots of people visit China, and China visits the United States and and France and the UK, the people maybe, I don't know, because I didn't know they were that movable, but I guess maybe their products are, and maybe they don't have that much in Australia. But i got to tell you, you better hope that they don't have the hit end of it, meaning the end of ours at the beginning of theirs. And I am hoping for all our brothers and sisters everywhere that – that this is over soon. And I, I'm really excited that they don't have much in Melbourne because maybe we should all take a plane and go there. Well, no, we wouldn't be allowed in. Um, and I've also, I've also got some friends who live in, um, uh, per, where is it? Oh, yes, they're in Perth. Um, and he, he emails me on a fairly regular basis just to let me What's know Perth? that things are... And that, Perth in Australia, it's over on the west coast, um, and uh, he's saying that uh, that things are quite quiet in Perth. Uh, nothing much has um, has really sort of exploded there on uh, on the COVID front either. Um, so they're keeping reasonably distance from it. But you're right; it's, uh, it's hoped that, as you said, that they don't suddenly get what we've gone through. Because they yeah. would find it, you know, such a shock to the system. But I don't feel they're being complacent. I reckon they got all the safeguards and everything as much as any other country has. Uh, but as you're right, it's this global pandemic, which um, we've still got that old argument. You know, has it happened for a reason? Flying around, we've still got all the conspiracy theories flying around. We've still got the one about. 
the Chinese knew six days before it started to spread that there was a problem. Why didn't they warn everybody? You know, there's all sorts of things flying around. Well, what do you? Well, speaking of that and bringing that up, because I know we're going to bring up everybody. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to bring up animal totems and soul growth. But I've got to ask this, Jerry, because I ask it at every show. What is your conspiracy theory? I don't have one. I don't have a conspiracy theory. Um, my senses tell me that, um, but because of the way that people in general have been abusing this planet and abusing the people, come to that, um, <laughs> and it's all really been, um, in my opinion, dominated by. Um, Companies like drugs companies. Absolutely. But there was going to be there was going to be some sort of shake up at some point, and it was, I suppose, inadvertently or it might not have been, that so-called researchers um, in China, um, unfortunately, disposed of contaminated uh, meat. Um, because they've been experimenting on animals, and this got into the food chain. I hate that. You know what? Well, I don't think they're allowed to do. Are they allowed, they're allowed to do that anymore? I know that, like, I won't buy products that are that use animals as. You know, I wouldn't buy like my products that I buy. Uh, which, by the way, I'm running out of, and I'm very upset about. Uh, mine are not tested by. Are they not tested in animals anymore? So. Are they test? I mean, you know, that's what kills me off. Well, you know, I'm not going to use anything of, that does that. Yeah, but a lot of countries are still a lot onto themselves. I don't know which, is it the Chinese or the Japanese that still don't conform to the um, um, to all the rules and regulations on whaling, for example. But that's another story. Um, but anyway, oh. you know, so this this got this got into the food chain, um, and for me, it was the speed at which. It spread. I mean, it just went. It was a pandemic before people could stop and blink. Yeah. But what so it's what done. Do you think? What do you view, feel? What it's done, in my view, is just. And, and it's sad that so many people have lost their lives through this. But the planet has had a chance to have some sort of recovery. Now. Should that be, well, it's been at the cost of human life. But that's a very you know, touchy subject. If you look, I, and this, again, is purely my opinion, and I'm happy for anybody to tell me to keep my mouth shut, but the majority of people <laughs> who have passed away have been an ageing population. Which, again, is sad, you know, um, but you know, that's... That's just what's happened. But if you look, the planet has been able to breathe. There are places and people in places who said they've never known the atmosphere so clean. The air has been breathable. Um, everything just seems to have settled. Mother Nature seems to be regaining a little bit of her proper um, energies, if I can put it that way. Um, people who live in the Himalayas saying we can see the top of the mountains. As you told me before now, people who live near the River Nile in Egypt are saying it's never looked cleaner. 
be interesting to see what the Ganges in India looks like. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, the night sky, apparently, for a lot of people are saying, isn't the night sky clear? There's less pollution. Um, and, but then there's, you know, what about businesses that are failing or can't keep going? Well, again, it's very sad. There are lots of self-employed people, particularly here in the UK, who, whose businesses have now, you know, are going under or will go under, and that's a great shame. So, what's it taught the, the you know, the governmental powers? Well, that perhaps they shouldn't always put all of the money into these big corporate giants who just seem to be in it for profit. You know, and then what about looking after the little people? And I would say it's the little people is the majority that make this planet go round still, not the big corporate giants. And is there going to be an economical shake-up after all this? Well, there's bound to be. The, it, the world will not go back to what it was. It can't. So is there going Fine, to be a, a sorting out? Go yes, ahead. there is. There's bound to be a sorting out process going on. Even right now, there is a sorting out process going on. So let's see what people make of it. As I've said, I've spoken to so many who have said, it's making me think differently about how I live my life. And I reckon I that could totally only be a agree. positive thing, not a negative thing. Well, I have to tell you two negatives, Jerry, because I always start with a positive. I want to say hello to Crystal Balls. She's in chat. Finally, someone got in. But... Uh, um, the, the negative thing for me is my nail place isn't open. I had to cut all my nails off. I had beautiful nails, and they were painted red. And my hair is okay right now, so I'm not happy about it. So uh, I feel like, and I, I really want the small businesses, because, you know, that's who I go to, to survive. I want them to open. I don't, you know, I am hoping, and I'm only kidding about the negative, because for me, it's all about what I look like. And really, I want, I, I, you know, people are walking around with, with striped hair, because all their natural hair is showing if they can't get, you know, to do their hair themselves, their teeth and nails and all that kind of stuff have to wait. So, but I do want to tell you, and that's, that's an LOL thing for me. But uh, I do believe, and I see it, and I, I, I know I said it on one show before, and then we'll go into animals, but I see that the small, like all the big, uh, like uh, builders, okay, which I don't really love, okay, they're building around what I call uh, squares. So you might have whatever they're going to put in, they, they put in a town center, they put in restaurants, shops, so that people that are living there can walk and use it. And they're not the big corporate, you know, the big corporate stores. They're, you know, they might be a chain, but, you know, they, they've gotten some really smaller um, local people to, to set up in there. And I'm hoping that continues because I always believe that, you know, variety made the world go round. And I don't like having three big stores in just their choice. I love those boutiques. I love those mom and pop restaurants. I love when there's a farm to table and I know they're not in six different cities. So I am hoping that that, that does continue and that small business does survive. And uh, I always feel, Jerry, that money talks and you know what walks. And I, I feel like uh, money's never going to walk. You know, they're going to change their stripes. So big pharma, who I blame for a lot of things, is going to take the heat on a lot of it, but you're going to see they're never going to lose their money. They're not going to redo things. 
they'll just reemerge as something else that we need. And, you know, the good example for me would be, and this is a pet peeve of mine is, I know that they can make tires that don't need air. Why would we want to get tires every two years, right? You know that they can make tires that run and don't have air in them. But they don't because the tire companies would go out of business. And so they make your tire have a expiration date so that you have to buy new ones. And that's my pet peeve on that. See, that's what yes. I'm saying. It's all, you know, the this world is governed by the banks, the global banks. But they're always going to be. And, and and the drugs companies. Yeah, but it's about time yeah. that... that that things started to change because. I hope um, so, but I and I'm going to throw I'm going to throw something out I'm going to throw something out that that some people might find either think think I'm talking out of the back of my head, or just won't be able to hold on to. I have a very strong feeling that there is a drugs company somewhere that already has an injection. Um, to beat this virus. I have a feeling oh. that this is not something that is new. I have a feeling that they, that somewhere, someone knows that there is a, a, a vaccine for this. I have no doubt. If money rocks this world, and if they can make money and do things that, I, I, that, that cause you know, them to make more in the long run, you know that's what's going to happen. In fact, the companies buy up smaller companies' patents so that you can't make that. And therefore, exactly. their companies, yeah, I, it's a whole big company thing. And I am hoping one day we can look at big pharma and big business and say that it's changed. But I don't know, Jerry. I really believe money talks and baloney walks. And when you have that much money, they're not going to let go of it. And that's what, you know, they're just going to change its form. And that kind of bothers me. So uh, that's what I think. But do I feel like or do I feel like that's going to happen in this world when we emerge from this? I believe we're going to emerge with better understanding of what we need to do with Mother Earth, with Gaia, and what we need to do for our children, for our families, for our communities, and that's going to be beautiful. And I want to give an example of you, your country. So my girlfriend's in the hospital, okay? And she is, you know, Hillary. And she is in, she, she, so she took me in the room, okay? Now these are, you know, this is your, your, your hospital government system. It's the most beautiful room I ever saw. And it's overlooking the London Bridge and the Thames River. And I said to her, you have got to be kidding. How do you end up in a hospital like that? That looks like a condo. And she said, well, this is what our hospitals look like in London, but I have a different program. I also have bought insurance that I can go private, but it's really a regular hospital, but I just get a private room. I'm telling you, Jer, that scene, and she goes, I never am able to see the London Bridge because it's so full of cars. There wasn't one car on it. And your Thames River looked pretty clear compared to what it's looked like before. And there was no one on the street. So it's doing a number there, too, that, you know, you're going to see a lot less pollution for a little while. And uh, I, I'm i just shocked at the system because I always heard that national health systems, I'm for it, but there's plenty of people who are against it. 
but um, and that has nothing to do with my affiliate, uh, my personal uh, affiliation to a party. I just always feel that healthcare is needed for everybody, no matter what you belong to. But I'll tell you what, I would buy that room and make it a condo. It's so beautiful. So I was enlightened about your healthcare system. I have to agree that, you know, unfortunately, again, you see, when you go into private health care, again, it is driven by money. Uh, yeah. But I have, I have to say that um, I've only really experienced the um, uh, National Health Service, um, and I could only ever stand on a box and shout their praises from the rooftops because I think they... Yes. Before all this happened, they they you know they are an amazing um, set of people. Whether they are doctors, nurses, specialists, you know whoever, everybody, everybody from the porters upwards um, deserve a massive pay rise after all this. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but that's something that I that that won't happen. Um, yeah, well, and you I know, also I'm feel there needs you, to I be love more, your system. there needs to be more sharing. System between the National Health Service and the private health sector. Um, but there we go. As I say, all, the, all these things can be debated day in, day out, month in, month out. And the bottom line is, if you ain't got the money, you don't stand a chance. <laughs> That's right, in the world at, at this point. Anyway, I do want to get into it. I, mean, I pulled a card, and then we can go into our subject. But I do want to say Crystal Bowles is saying thing. Crystal, we see that. I am so sick of the world and all of its problems. Well, you know, that is TM spirit. You know, I get it, but we don't have a choice. And until you move into the next world, which don't have problems, you're stuck here, which is what we're, one of our subjects we're going to talk about. Um, and I want to tell you, Crystal, it's good to see you. I was getting worried because I didn't see you. So, Jerry, I, I, before we get into the subject, because first I want to talk about, maybe we won't pull cards, but um, what I want to ask you about is I know that you do animal totems and we come in with, was it nine totems each person comes in with? Nine totem animals, uh-huh. And why? Can you explain that to people? Because I feel like some people would love to know what is a totem and why we come in and what does it help us with? Right. Native American teaching says that each and every person um, has nine power or totem animals that represent the medicine they carry uh, in their earth life. Uh, these uh, animals uh, help to emulate each person's abilities, um, their talents or their challenges. Um, for example, today's power animal is the wolf. So if the wolf is connected to you in one of your as one of your totem of nine, uh, that person is a born teacher, pathfinder, innovator, self-starter. Uh, does not necessarily mean that they um, that that the person has acknowledged these gifts it's, and is using them. It just says that they are there, and the wolf can help bring whoever it is to the, an understanding of the talents that they need to develop. Um, so the totem of nine sits in nine directions. And these directions are north, south, um, east, west, above, below, and within. And each different position um, brings, and I won't go into them too much because it's very, it's quite complicated as such. Um, but each brings 
uh, its own uh, energy, its own teaching. For example, just for, as a quick example, um, East, the animal that sits in your East, uh, is your uh, helps to guide you to your greatest spiritual challenges. The animal in the West helps to lead you to your personal truth. Uh, the animal on your right side uh, protects your male side, and the animal on your left side is the protector of your female side, and so on and so on. So the totem of nine are there. They are unique to everybody. Not everybody's totem of nine is the same. Um, everybody's is unique, uh, and it helps to uh, to provide their medicine shield. Um, and at any one time, if you feel that there is something in particular that relates to your one of your totem animals, you tap into their energy, and they help to bring about the understanding that you're lacking in whatever area it is. Well, I love that, Jerry, and I know that you do that for a living. So anybody that would like an analysis of all that, Jerry's one that you need to do that. I don't know many people who do that. I think that's an unbelievable great talent. Uh, is it, Do you call on your totem animals, Jerry? Uh, yeah, quite often. Um Particularly when I'm uh, when I'm working, um, depending on what I'm doing at the time, either my spirit guides who are connected also to my uh, totem animals, and they will step in if there's something in a specialist, I say specialist way. For example, if I'm doing uh, a clearance of a of a property or a, um, settling energies in a in a house, then. I will always call in the totem animal that to me relates to helping that spiritual energy and strength to come through and helps with that particular piece of uh, that, that part of my work. It depends. Um, as I said, it's, it's complicated. It, it, if somebody was to ask me to do their totem of nine, it usually takes about a week for me to work it out properly. Well, I know Crystal. Let me read what Crystal's writing because, you know, you know me. I can't write, read, talk, and, and chew gum at the same time, but I'm looking at what Crystal's writing, and she's saying that my totem has to be all white. Animals will come to me to heal. And then she said, so what do you pick up on a white polar bear? Is this what came to me to help learn for me to meditate years ago? Do you know anything right. about white animals that come and why? Okay. Why do they come um, like that? They are not. They, these are not her totem animals. These are spirit animals that she will connect with, which will help her to um, particular phases, parts of her life, um, helping to bring certain meditations through. These are not her totem of nine. These are spiritual. Uh, I'd call them healing animals. You could call them medicine animals, but they are not her nine totem animals. Well, I, you know, I'm sure she has heard that. Now, can I ask you a question? And this is what we're, I'd like to get a little bit more involved in, and that is soul, you know, soul growth. And that has to do with, I know this is skipping subjects, because unless you want to go and, and talk more about the animal totem, it kind of goes into the human soul. So... One is, why do we, why are we able to know that there are Akashic records? Why do we want 
to know that there's Akashic records and everybody's fascinated with them. And why are we here? Why, what do you feel about soul growth and why it has to grow? Because why can't we just sit up in heaven or wherever the universe and look down at all the universes and just laugh and play games? Why do you feel we are, our soul has to grow? Well, for a start, and why are we all, go ahead. For a start, that'd be a total waste of existence, wouldn't it really? Um, um, no. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very broad, it's a very broad question. Now, the way that I, and again, this is purely from opinion. The only reason that we know more about soul uh, records, akashic records, soul contracts, whatever you wish to call them, is because somebody somewhere at some point um, was able to tap into them. It's like, well, why did Reiki come about? Um, you know, why has this happened? Why does Sanskrit record, uh, astrology, etc., uh, etc.? Et Somebody managed to, or started to realise that there was more uh, to life than the fact that were we living something that was either predestined, preordained, and this came more, I believe, from people who had um, NDEs. Um, so that's where I feel it came from originally. And then there was more in the way of like investigation that happened into, well, how could you te- you know how could you see what could you, how do you know that there was a hall of akashic records? Well, initially because somebody was able to meditate, or was taken there in a dream or astral travelled, whatever you want to call it, and came back and said, "Here, I've just had this amazing experience." Now, no one knows who this is, by the way. No one person knows who this is. But suddenly this whole new, if you like, realm opens up where we are able to visit what is said to be the only place where every living person, every sentient being, past, present or futures, soul contracts are stored. Wow. Just imagine that. That means it's an infinite space somewhere out there in the universe, and and space is infinite. So, but it's an infinite space in an infinite space. Try and get your head around that. Well, do you? I can't. But do you? Can I ask what you feel about? Do you feel that that's part of the soul? Because why do we need them then? Why do we need that? Record. Why do we need that book of Akashic records? Why do we have to would, <laughs> wouldn't that be our soul you know so would that be our soul because their soul stores all that right some, um, some people say that um, there is more than one life to be lived and we live more than one one existence and that we are here to learn learn what because it beats the hell out of me what half the people on this planet are supposed to be learning um, <laughs> so why do we keep coming back yeah. and if we keep coming back how do we know what we've come back for because it is said it is written in the book of Akashic Records it is I said I love that when we cross back into spirit the first thing that happens is we stand before the man, and the man says, this is what she was supposed to be learning. 
whilst you are back on in this existence do you fulfill do you feel you have fulfilled your journey and you and some would suggest that depending on how you have completed this existence you might get the opportunity to come back again Not why would you want form. to you would, the point is Bonnie you wouldn't know that's the point you don't have any conscious memory and you would only come back if you felt again this is what some people might suggest if you felt that you still needed to work through a particular uh, lesson that you hadn't learned before you wanted to try and correct something to put something right I don't know there's all sorts of reasons or and I'm also going to let's just let's just see who who reacts to this or it could be the biggest load of mumbo jumbo that anyone has ever spoken <laughs> and that we're only here and we are only here once do you want to hear something? My husband says that, and his brother says that, and everyone that I know that's a muggle almost says that. So it's interesting that you should say that. Of course, I don't know how we could say that because I look at it the other way. If we have medium psychics out there, what are they tapping into? Because if they're seeing your dead father or my dead mother, um, and I, you know, dead like me, um, a show, and you see all of these people tapping in and getting information. Where are they yeah. getting information from, then, Jared? Ah, but that, but uh, uh, yes, but that does not say they are tapping into somebody who's reincarnated. Tell me how many mediums who are walking this Mother Earth at this moment can stand in front of you and say, "I have spoken to somebody." in this earth life who I can show has reincarnated. Well, I'm glad you asked me that, okay? Because you know I'm going to have an answer. So there is a boy in India, okay? And it's been written all over the news. And I have read, you know, I'm not going to say I read extensively because your guides will say Bonnie's not telling you the truth and then I will just look terrible. So what I am going to say is I have read about it. And I've known people who have read about it. There is a boy that was born at 10 years old, told his parents all about this person that he was and that he was this age and this age and that he had a wife and he had this and this and he knew where it was. He was in some village and the parents took him because he kept at it and kept at it. He found his wife who was now older, but exactly everything about her. And, and it was like a major thing for India and, and reincarnation. Do you remember that story or that, that I, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But my only question would be, why does that prove he reincarnated? Why could that could not be that he was just a highly developed medium because that's what we're able to do and was able to tap into that person's energies? Why does that show... But, that that young boy had reincarnated well if he's 10 years old he doesn't even know who that woman is who you know how would he tap into her how do we tap into people that are in spirit bonnie right but we do that for people who come to us or from well you know i guess the spirit could come and tell you all that stuff you're right i guess you could but yeah yeah 
Okay. Well, I'm not liking that you're saying this because I'm going to have an answer, and I know that it's just a, a matter of oh, conversation. No, no, but... This is something that I would like to learn about because I've, I've only heard that Me story. Too. I would mm-hmm. like to know more about his existence, how somebody could actually say, oh, yes, you are a reincarnated soul, rather than... Well, the wife did. Well, the wife did. She verified it. But, yeah, all right. But people can verify what we give them as mediums. We give validations all the time. One of your biggest skills, your biggest skills, are the validations that you give. That's true. I love that skill. (laughs) Well, so, not okay, any so different. You, the one thing we so can't do it. is scientifically prove what somebody's saying because it, we can't. That's true. The only Absolutely. time it will be door. scientifically proven is when somebody says, I have been to heaven, I can tell you what it looks like, and I've come back. The closest and we've that's... got to it are near death experiences. That's the closest we've ah. got to Ah. Well, there. I mean, that is amazing. Uh, you know, with your... Well, you know, I was thinking about one of the guys that was on my show. He was... Uh, his father was worked with the FBI with UFOs. And why it's coming to me is he ended up befriending an alien. But he looked like us. But he came back. And the only reason he knew that he was an alien after a while... Is the man never aged, but he did. And on his deathbed, the guy came to him and he said, I'm not going to let you die. We have a lot more work to do, but, um, but you are going to die soon. And it, it was by a David Campione, if anybody wants to look up that book. But he came on the show to talk about it. I don't know that that story was in there because, you know, I can pull things out of people. But uh, so that would give you the alien view, not the reincarnated view. So I, I, you're right. I mean, you know, nobody is. But you, but you do realize that the people who come back as near-death experiences, if you listen to my muggle husband, he would tell you that a part of the brain, that, that the reason why it's always similar is because a part of the brain dies. And at that part of the brain is what actually sees that. So I don't know. I remember what he was saying, but he'll have an explanation for why we don't, that they don't, you know, that they never did that either because it, it hits a certain center in the brain that it always is developed that way. And um, how he explains it, and I know I'm going off on a tangent, is so when you have a stroke, there are some people who, um, in a physical life, who uh, start to curse. You know, they say every curse word in the book and they've never cursed before. So we know that's stroke because a stroke will hit a part of that brain that runs that uh, language center. So he would say that people who had near-death experiences, you're hitting a center in the brain that um, exists and that everybody has, and it just ignites it. So what do you say to that, Jack? Yeah, I sort of understand. Um, But the thing is that people who have had NDEs and come back and describe what they've seen or how they've been floating over their hospital beds, you know, having been looking down and um, seeing their physical earthly body um, uh, in, in a state of, uh, well, let's call it death, they're dead. But then they get told, no, you, it's not your time yet, and they get shoved back in. 
you know, scientists are starting to sit up and take a bit more notice of this and ask yeah. how. Not why necessarily, but how. Um, so I don't understand all the complexities of it. Um, I'm just being, being, I'm just intrigued as to know as to um, why it is maybe that um, all the naysayers out there, all the people that like to try and prove that we are wrong, um, don't really do something about it. Or, more to the point, when is there going to be more research put into this, which is not privately funded research, because when you look at how many people like uh, yourself and me who do this work uh, worldwide, uh, and there must be a fair few by now, we can't all be we, we can't all be wrong. Yes, and you know I I love that, and I, I'm we're off topic about reincarnation, and then about like souls and and why they're you know why they have to grow. Uh, I, I do believe that it's really interesting. You brought up a great subject. You and I know, or at least I do, that there is reincarnation. Can it be proven? I think one day it will be. One one day it will be. Will aliens be proven? Absolutely. I think they already have. I don't think the average person knows. Do I feel like there are life on other planets? Yes, I do. Do I believe that souls come back to learn certain lessons and this is Earth school? Absolutely. Do I feel like we have a choice in it? Um, do you feel like uh, that's a good question for you, Jerry? Do you think we have, or do you feel we have a choice in coming back? Yes. Although why I, I I'm hoping that I don't come back as me the next time around because that would really just screw things up. Well, that well, you know, Jerry, that depends on what you've learned in this lifetime, as we always say. <laughs> so if you did your job and learned your lessons, no, you could pick another one. But which which which. I have to ask you because we 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 have only nine minutes. I've had to shorten the show because we I'm getting people on the board, off the board. I am able to see chat now, so I'm happy that they could stay in it. But um, I, I do want to ask you. So, you know, we're we're looking at um, lessons, and do we learn the lessons, and do they, we have to come back? That was one of the big things I wanted to talk about, and reincarnation and everything that goes along with that. Uh, so if you feel that you've learned the lessons, uh, then we have a lot of free will, or do you feel that when we're put here, that our lessons we have to learn one way or the other? No, we have a choice. That's the whole point. Um, we have a choice as to whether we follow the path or we don't. That's, that's where, in my again, in my opinion, there is this battle between the spiritual uh, the, the spiritual energy that makes us who we are, as well as the conscious, um, which is the bit that gives us this lovely rationale uh, thought process. Um, the only way I could possibly describe it is that um, it is it was my uh, intention um, to and purpose to stay. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, spiritually connected with you on Blog Talk Radio until uh, for another eight minutes. But the human side of me can just suddenly get up and walk out without a moment's notice. That's that's free will. That's where there's a battle. There is a battle always between the inner and 
and the conscious that, that what the human is supposed to do. The thing is, not everybody has that spiritual connection. So you would say, well, how are they supposed to know what they're supposed to do? Well, um, somebody described it as people who make the same mistake twice because they want to find out if they do it the second time, it'll, the result will be different. <laughs> that's a you know that's a saying that says what is the what is the definition of insanity? Somebody who does something again and again and expects a different outcome, the same yeah. way and expects a different outcome. Uh, yeah, I I remember it. Except I never you know Art always says that I I always get my sayings mixed up. But Jerry, I do before we go, I do want to um, to bring our cards out because. The card that I picked for today is so apropos for what's going on that I had to laugh. So I'm going to tell you what card I have, and I'd like you to share the animal you know, totem for today and tell everybody how to get a hold of you. So the card that I picked for today is the African violet, and it was cleanse your energy. When you release negative, answer to your question shines through. That's what we're all doing when you, we were talking the whole beginning of the show is cleansing your energy. Mother Guy is cleansing her energy. She's having her energy cleanse. She's, she's becoming much more um, uh, uh, clean and energy efficient right now because of what's going on. And we are too. We're not going out. We're spending more time with our family. Uh, this is a good time to meditate, clean your energy, because a lot of people are very uh, scared of what's going to happen. And so this is so apropos. Clean your energy. When you release negativity, which really in the world right now is, is pretty prominent, although you see a lot of people stepping up to the plate and really doing some good versus not, like restaurants giving free meals to people, to hospitals, policemen delivering uh, messages and uh, birthday messages to children. It's amazing to see what this world does when we're put in a situation where we can be kind or we can do nothing. And it seems to me that I'm seeing a lot more kindness and compassion and uh, spirit and uh, community um, involvement with each other than I ever saw before. So when you release negativity, the answer to your question shines through. There'll be a lot more answers coming up very soon, and a lot of people will have answers to what they truly want and mean in life, have the meaning of life. So, Jerry, what card did you pick? I'd like everybody to bear in mind that the situation that the planet finds itself in at the moment is one where people are being uh, isolated uh, because we're having to be. The Native Americans got this down to, um, they, they must have had insight into this. Because the great, it is said that the greatest teacher, or the, the tribe's greatest teacher is the wolf. That is the power animal of the day. It's one that I, I put on social media uh, earlier on today. And the message is very simple. And I'd like to listen, I'm going to quote this. This is not just what my guides give me. This is a quote from a, from a, a, a book of um, ancient Native American teaching. Wolf could be telling you to seek out lonely places that will allow you to see your teacher within. 
in the aloneness hear that in the aloneness of a power place devoid of other humans you may find the true you what have we been saying look for teachings yeah. no matter where you are so this is the this is my point we are here for a reason these native america and i know that there are other indigenous peoples um uh, on the planet that would have very similar teachings all i'm saying this but this is the one that obviously that i connect with these peoples knew this and it is said as i said it is written look in the uh, in the aloneness devoid of other humans how more appropriate could that be for where we are right now yes yes that's amazing. You can't, you can't make this stuff up. That's what I always say. You just can't make this stuff up. But, uh, Jerry, I would love you to tell everybody, because you do this for a living, everyone can reach me at bealbers714 at aol.com. Drop me a note. In the message, put show. Otherwise, I don't answer. Jerry, please tell everyone how to get a hold of you. You do so much. I can't even get involved in telling people how much you do, and I so honor and appreciate your time. So please tell everyone we've got about two minutes to let everyone know how to get a hold of you. Um, my website, which is the best way to get in contact, is senseofknowing.co.uk. There is a, a, a form on the contact page uh, if you'd like to get in touch quickly and easily. Uh, you'll find me in the usual social media outlets, though, Facebook, LinkedIn, etc., etc. Um, but the quickest and simplest way, if you want to know anything more about what I do, how I do it, why I do it, should I bother doing it, <laughs> please send me an email. <laughs> and if you want to ask about anything with reincarnation, please get a hold of Jerry. He's going to have the proof. Actually, a guy I have on next week on Thursday wrote a book, Jerry, called um, from here to eternity, uh, and not from here to eternity, um, proof of that there is life in eternity. So it, it's, uh, I've got to look up, but he has two great books, and, and one is um, that he can prove that there is eternity and, and coming back. So that'll be interesting because I read both books, and they're very interesting, um, and he is quite a talker. His name is Mark Anthony, and he will be on the show on Thursday. So let's see what he, what he feels about reincarnation, and let's see what he says about proof, which will be really cool. So, Jerry, I will see you here next Wednesday, and I will be excited. Hopefully, Blog Talk will have fixed their issues. I'm hoping, because we had a lot of people in chat, and, I, and they come in. It, it, I just can't see them anymore. And we had people on the line who completely went off, which is why I didn't pick anybody up, because I was afraid if I picked them up, we wouldn't hear them. So I hope that this show has meant a lot to everybody. I hope you listen and have fun. And you can always listen to it on iHeartRadio and right here in Blog Talk uh, Radio. It, they have still not fixed my podcast and this is really bothering me so hopefully maybe you all can write to blog talk and tell them to get their act together because then you could hear it on itunes you could take it on your phone you could take me anywhere so jerry i will talk to you soon please stay safe be happy tell your better half i send my love and i will see you same time same place next week
Take care. God bless. Keep safe. Keep well. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye.